0: on a midweek mock draft edition of the podcast where we go through an entire first round mock draft for the 2021 NFL draft going back and forth. Ben is picking for the evens this week. So any team that has an even number that they're selecting for and I am picking for the odds, but we are also throwing in a trade challenge where Ben and I are going to be doing at least one trade Between the two of us, and then at least one other trade that is dealt versus the computer. Of course, we are using the Draft Network's mock draft machine. We're the premium version, so we can do trades in it. If you're not doing it, what are you doing? Come on, it's draft season. You got to sign up for premium. What are you doing? You've got to get the trade function going. Ben, we're doing trades for the first
1: time, man. Very excited. How are you? Oh, I hate trading. Nothing worse than changing (laughs) the order going to get players you want what now are we without a real a real man a football a football guy would sit there and take the player that comes to him
0: <laughs> you gotta take the hand that god deals you you know whatever pick you end up with we deserved it we don't deserve it we,
1: we were talking about david gettleman not trading down before this yeah and i might I, do we okay do we legitimately think david gettleman doesn't trade down because he thinks it's an act of cowardice yes or no Oh wow! You know, I've, I, this whole football guy doesn't want to move off his draft pick <laughs> thing. To me, has some legs.
0: <laughs> I thought you were just going for it, but I guess you did have a little bit of inspiration. So we got a lot of picks that we're gonna get to. Dave Gettleman's included, but before we get to the mock draft, we got to remind everybody that today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go over to builtbar.com, use the promo code Locked On, all caps, one word, Locked On, and get twenty percent off your next order for the best tasting protein bars on the planet. I'm up at number one, as number one is an odd number. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. It wasn't always the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jets had this pick for most of the season, but the Jaguars now prevail. Their new man, Urban Meyer, head coach, and he's going to get the chance to select Trevor Lawrence. I'm not going anywhere else with this, and I'm not trying to get fancy with it. Oh, did you know that Justin Fields went to Ohio State and Urban Meyer coached at Ohio State? Yes, I did. But this is not going to be Justin Fields. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence. For this reason, one. Kyle Trask, number one overall <laughs> pick. Did you know that Urban Meyer <laughs> won a national <laughs> championship, <laughs> championship in Florida? Did See, you know did you know Dan me. Mullen was his offensive coordinator? All these things are true. It's still Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence at number one.
1: Travelers number one, I have the Jets at number two. They're not trading out of this pick. Um still Justin Fields for me. How like how likely do you think it is that they trade out? Two percent. You think it's that low? Yes.
0: I don't think it's that low.
1: Let me let, listen, 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 listen listen listen. I don't listen, think listen, it's that low. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, I,
0: yeah, I have no choice. Yes. Go when ahead. When
1: Robert Sela is hired and 30 minutes later. It is said, you know what? Robert Saylor's staffs, actually, uh, they're confident in Sam Donald. They really think they can turn him around. That didn't come from Robert Sayla. That didn't come from his staff. That came from something Sayla said in the interview to get the job. And it probably came from Sam Donald's agent. Like, you can't go to the interview and be like, there's absolutely 0% chance that Sam Donald is good. <laughs> you can't do you're right, that. You're right. You got to answer the question just to hey is probably okay. Uh, you know, maybe he'll be good. We're excited to see get him in the building and see if we can look at him, figure it out. And in the back of your head, you're going, "I'm drafting Justin Fields." <laughs> that's, that's that's how interviewing works. Um, so to me, I'll, I'll start buying that if it's got legs in February, in late February, early March. Right now, uh, uh, to me, that's that's nonsense.
0: If Mike McCarthy has taught us anything, it's lie in the interview. You know,
1: yeah, just uh, listen. just do the it. The Job's the job, baby. <laughs> right.
0: He say he said afterwards the introductory press conference. Yeah, I mean, I know I said that I watched all the film from the twenty nineteen season, but uh, you know, hey, I really wanted the job. So that was a lie. <laughs> he got the job. Now he said like coach to the Dallas Cowboys. Look at that. All right, I'm up at number three, Miami Dolphins. It's for sale. Let's make a deal. Let's do it. Let's do it here. Let's 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 make this pick the one where you and I make the switch. So you you take an even team. Falcons, Eagles, Panthers, Cowboys, Niners, Vikings, somebody, give me a jump, come up to number three. Let's do a trade here. This is up for sale.
1: All right, I uh, in my mock this week, I had the Niners moving up from twelve to three, which I think is right now. If you're if you're telling me one guess who's moving up to three, the Niners would be my team. But with that said, uh, Rappaport talking about the Deshaun Watson situation yesterday or Monday actually said that uh, uh, you know the you could expect the Panthers to get involved in that conversation because David Tepper is extremely aggressive and they're going to be willing to make some big-time moves. And so let's say they're not able to participate in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Let's say that Deshaun okay. stays in Houston, right. whatever it is. Uh, I, mean, I think Carolina moving from 8 to 3 is in the card, especially if the Dolphins clearly want to move back. And 8 to 3 is not huge. If I'm looking at giving you my first, next, my first in 2021, so 8th overall, okay.
0: I'm typing all. I'm, ty- I'm typing all this into the mock draft machine, so we'll see if it goes.
1: My first next year, 2022. Okay. All right, and let's see. I probably. I'm checking to see what their future picks are. I'll give you a third of this year as well. So I'll okay. give you essentially what Clem. What uh. What 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 uh. Casey gave up for the Desha- for the Patrick Mahomes trade. Two ones and a three. They're moving from like 22 to 10 or something. I'll give you to move from eight to three. Okay.
0: All right, so we're getting two firsts out of it. Miami's getting two firsts out of it, and they're moving back to number eight. It's not too far. They also get an extra third this year. Let's see if it goes through the mock draft machine. So stay on the line. Dolphins are evaluating the offer. Congrats, Ben. The Dolphins have yes, accepted sir. your offer. So now you are. Wait, does this mean that I'm up with the Panthers, or are you still up for that? I think you should still be up with the Panthers. because right, you I'm the one who made the trade. Yeah.
1: Now I get yeah, it. You're... Suck it. No. <laughs> No, 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 I made the trade as controlling the Panthers. I'm, you don't think it's take my quarterback. This is, this uh, is just like the, this is like
0: I just played the Uno card on you.
1: Just like straight up reversed. Yeah, right. Uh, my quarterback here is Zach Wilson. Uh, I like Trey Lance a lot. I'd be fine taking Trey Lance here. think Zach Wilson is the better player. Zach Wilson is going to have the higher projection in year one. Interesting thinking about them being able to retain Joe Brady and then get a quarterback with the out-of-pocket throwing ability, with the the -the on-the-move throwing ability of Wilson, which one of the best things about Burrow in that offense at LSU was that when the five-man protection degraded, he was so good at getting outside of the pocket and then making wild throws on the run. Wilson probably brings that similarly, gives you an added dimension to that offense.
0: All right, I think I'm going to do a trade here. I think I'm going to do a trade. Oh, again? Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. You call them one of my teams, or you call them one of your teams.
0: Mm. No, cuz you're up at 4. So, I was looking at I was looking at the Cowboys. I wanted to make a Cowboys deal.
1: Oh, wait, right. This but is you're, my, but, this but you're my... but
0: you're up. This is this is even. So, I can't oh, do this. I yeah. was going I was yeah. going to move up. I was going to go Cowboys moving up from 10 to 4. Now, you you could take this if you want. I'm just throwing it out there. It's free. Just free advice. Cowboys moving up from 10 to 4 going up to get Penny Sewell and Falcons drop back, get a couple of extra assets because I'm under the impression that they're not going to take a QB. So maybe they have some better edge rush options that they're more comfortable with. Maybe a linebacker option, offensive line as well when they get to 10. So take with that, do whatever you want with that information. You don't have to take it. You can pick it four if you want.
1: The problem here is this is a, that's a huge amount to trade up to just go get a tackle. 10 to four. You got to spend next round pick. I like you got it. You got to be spending a quarterback rant. Like it's going to be similar to a quarterback ransom is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? All right. All mm. right. Okay. So, yeah, I. I right. OK. I don't think I, I think they would try to trade back. Atlanta would. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking that it would be too much of a cost for a team like Dallas. No, nah. well, I'm going to stay I mean, here. I'm going to take. OK. All right. All right. Who are, you, who are you taking? I'm I'm staying here. I'm taking Trey Lance. I'm going to go four for four on quarterbacks, start the draft, baby. Wow. Record-setting wow. class. Wow. First time ever. Wow. Four quarterbacks in the first four picks. The quarterback-driven league, son. Listen, if they can't move back.
0: I've been told that you can be in either two situations when it comes to professional football. You either have a quarterback or you don't. The Falcons do.
1: Atlanta's. <laughs> Atlanta, okay, they They do. But it's funny, I was just talking about Matt Ryan with somebody else uh, because we're talking about Matt Ryan and and how he compares to a certain quarterback in this class. And we were saying, listen, like, you can't – like, modern offense, you need to be able to move more than even young Matt Ryan can move, let alone old Matt Ryan. He just puts such a cap on what you want to do in the passing game. And I think with Arthur Smith, we saw how much Ryan Tannehill just sat in the pocket, just took hit after hit after hit, uh, invited so many sacks in that system – I'd like a quarterback who's able to escape the pocket, Uh, especially with Atlanta's issues, pass protecting. And that's not Matt Ryan. He's going to get beat up playing in that offense. So, I'm going to get his successor. I'm going to bring in Trey Lance.
0: I'm not so sure this one actually happens, but it certainly makes sense, right? I mean, like, on paper, you can you can get to a point where you go, okay, Trey Lance definitely makes sense for the Falcons. I, I don't know if it happens in real life, though. I have a hard time thinking that they're going to draft a quarterback in the top five. Maybe if they trade back and they luck into one that falls, okay. Like, if they're trading back with the Cowboys at 10 and Trey Lance is there, or the 49ers at 12 or whatever it is, and they end up getting Trey Lance and he falls to that point in the draft, okay, I can see that happening. But them taking a quarterback in the top five – I'm, you, I'm not saying that there's no defense for it. There's not an argument for it. I just don't know if it happens. Cincinnati Bengals are up at number five. I'm i am going to have them go offensive tackle. I'm going to have them take Penny Sewell here. So after the quarterback run, I'm not going to go Mac Jones at number five to keep the quarterback run rolling. I'm going to go with Penny Sewell. I think offensive line, even with them having Jonah Williams, it's got to be priority number one. They've got to be able to keep Burrow upright. That's their uh that's their main job I think over the next year or two is to upgrade that offensive line as much as possible and so penny Sewell is a great start for that then you got two really great young offensive tackles on each side of the line
1: dang it I just realized I wanted to trade I wanted the Bears to trade up to go get a quarterback but now I took all I just took all four quarterbacks off the board you hate to see it yeah, you, see see you,
0: you, you had in your mock draft this week that the Bears were moving from 20 to 8 to go get Trey mm-hmm. Lance as the final quarterback taken, and I thought that that was a, a very interesting deal. I'm not sure Carolina is going to be a team to move back, as we have already stated. Carolina could be a, an aggressive team looking to move up. Not so sure Carolina moves back, but certainly I, I was with you on the notion that the Chicago Bears will be looking to get up to select the quarterback no matter what it takes.
1: And right. And I think that in the event that one, two and three are quarterbacks, they're probably calling Atlanta. But 20 to four is a mile. That's one of the biggest moves in in quarterback history. Right. That's St. Louis, Tennessee for Jared Goff, man. That's woof. Like that's that's the but like then again, if you're Ryan Pace, like if this doesn't work, you're not going to be here in 2021, 2022 anyway. Who cares about the 2022 space? That's some other dude's problem. Or you make the trade, to get quarterback, right? And then it is your problem. But you got quarterback rights. So it's still your job. Uh, I think Chicago is going to be very aggressive trading up. I thought that Carolina was a potential trade down candidate and rock another year with Teddy Bridgewater. But it, it, you know, that, that Deshaun Watson report now has me thinking they're going to be an aggressive trade up team. So it's still so many moving pieces as it is. Eagles at six, uh, they would be plenty pleased to sit at six and take Jamar Chase if he came to them. That's going to be the wide receiver that they like the most. They need that outside player. They need that contested catch player, true X receiver, so that Jalen Rager doesn't have to play against press as much. Uh, so they're going to go back to back first round receivers, and I think Jamar Chase will be their favorite guy. So Eagles at six, Jamar. That's
0: a good selection line. Seven, up at number seven. That was a deep sigh. Yep. I probably should have said something. You've that got, was probably you've bad got radio, three in a row here, by
1: the way. You've got three in a row because the Dolphins at eight are yours.
0: Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Lions could have some wide receiver needs, but let's do a draft in which I have faith. I have the faith that they get the Kenny Galladay deal done. I have faith that they still believe in Matthew Stafford. What's their cap situation like? Cap space. How much do they have? How How much space do they have? Uh, Detroit lions. Oh no. Oh no. I'm still scrolling. Oh no. 18. Okay. So they got, uh, they got $3 million to spend. No, 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 no. Okay. Who are we cutting? Who are we cutting from this team? I want to make this a reality. I want to make this happen.
1: What are you doing?
0: Who are we? T- <laughs> who are we t- <laughs> oh, they can't move on from anybody. This sucks. All right. So I wanted to try to get like justified, not a wide receiver, but don't really think that you can. Um, I think it's got to be a wide receiver here. So I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle. I'll go Jalen Waddle to the Detroit Lions at number seven. And then the Miami Dolphins are up at number eight. They moved back. They got some extra capital. This is
1: great. We can do more trades. I'm kicking back here. I'm relaxing. (laughs) I'm planning future picks.
0: (laughs) I think wide receiver is a huge need for them as well. Man, am I going to go? Is this draft really about to go quarterback, 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 quarterback? Offensive tackle, wide receiver, wide receiver. And then, wide welcome to the
1: modern NFL, baby. It's not a good defensive draft. It simply isn't. We've said this before. It's just not a good defensive draft. Yeah, yeah. I got to go, Devonte Smith
0: here. I think that this 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 yeah. makes the most sense for them. So, Devonte Smith at number eight for the Miami Dolphins in the second part of the trade back with the Carolina Panthers, and then at nine, <laughs> Mac Jones, <laughs> I'm, baby. I'm, catching, I'm just catching my breath because this is so many picks in a row now. Denver Broncos. Edge could be a need. Corner could be a need. I think a corner is probably the thing that makes the most sense as opposed to going like a Parsons. Yeah, I'll go Caleb Farley. I'll go Caleb Farley as corner one here to the Denver Broncos at number nine overall. So after three straight picks of Jalen Waddell to the Detroit Lions, Devontae Smith to the Miami Dolphins, and then Caleb Farley to the Denver Broncos, you are finally up again at number 10 in the Dallas Cowboys.
1: I like the the Cowboys' ability to sit at 10 and get one of the top defensive players at this spot. With that said, I gave them Patrick Sertan and my Monday Monk. I think it makes sense. Put him next to Trevon Diggs. You're the 2019 Alabama Crimson Tide. That's a pretty good situation to be in. But since they have officially hired Dan Quinn to be their defensive coordinator... Mm. I have increasingly become interested in Quiddy Pay in the Michael Bennett role in that defense. right? Mm. And You remember what what Michael Bennett was for the Seattle defense in the 2010s during the Legion of Boom era, playing at 275 pounds, playing with length, being functionally sound against the run, being a good upfield penetrator, being slippery, B-gap, C-gap rusher. A lot of it is similar to what Quiddy Pay can do. Uh, And that role for him, I think, will maximize as well the value that you get from his size right from his versatility from the way that he is able to move around and, and be functional in the B gap and the C gap which you saw him do at Michigan so I like Pay to the Cowboys is it their biggest need no is it a very good fit yes so I'm making that the pick at 10 Pay.
0: all right why not a little bit of outside the box thinking I think that that's good logic there especially looking at the coaching staff so I think that makes a lot of sense you are one of a kind and so are your taxes. That's why TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts who are ready to listen to you, learn about your unique tax situations, and help you get the best tax income. Maybe you're moonlighting as a rideshare driver and have questions about what qualifies as as a deduction. Maybe uh, you want to ask an expert to walk you through the whole process since most of your income last year came from freelance jobs. Or maybe you just like to have somebody handle the entire process for you, an expert to be able to give you that information and help there. Whether you want to file with the help of an expert or let an expert do the entire filing for you, TurboTax Live, experts are here to help, giving you the confidence to know that you are one of a kind and that your unique taxes are done right. And before we get out of the top 10, this episode is brought to you by 1010. Wow, what an absolute home run of a segue that was. Please respect it, Ben. Please. Please. Can I get some Six respect in the chat? Thank you. 1010 is, an ex- ten. <laughs> 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinct designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly sustained from Botswana. Oh, sorry. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This this exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively over at BlueNile.com. New York Giants are up at 11, and... Ben and I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I was looking at ways for the New York Giants to trade back from number 11, and I wasn't able to do so in the mock draft machine, or it made it very difficult to do so. And the reason why is because Dave Gettleman does not trade back. He just doesn't. He doesn't have
1: tradebacks. And so So we taught the machine not to trade back for the Giants.
0: Right. We tried to make it as realistic as possible. Um, You know what Dave Gettleman does like? Running backs and linebackers, baby. Micah Parsons is still yeah. on the board. If I can't get the Giants to trade back, I'm going to give you the most Gettleman pick possible. Linebacker. So I'm going to go Micah Parsons here at number 11. All
1: right, you want to trade real quick? Um, no. no, 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 I okay. can't do it. Wow, okay. I need to take Patrick Sertan wow, okay. for the Niners. Wait, wait going to? What, what were we going to do? I was going to give uh, the Patriots the ability to bop up and make sure they got Kyle Pitts in front of the Chargers in front of the Vikings. Vikings, mm. obviously. The Chargers we talked about in the Tuesday podcast, potentially losing Hunter Hunter Henry. And then the Vikings have Irv Smith, the guy they drafted, but he's never really panned out great for them. Uh, but then I looked and I realized that Patrick Sertan is still on the board for the Niners, and I think they have to make that pick, right? Like, Again, we they have no corners under contract, and they just lost Selah. And so they have now. Uh, you know, uh, D'Amico Ryan's has become their new defensive coordinator. Very excited for D'Amico Ryan's, by the way. D'Amico is their new ha- defensive coordinator. Don't know what system they're going to continue to play in the secondary if they're going to stick in their quarters base. But if they are, they they need an improvement upon Akela Weatherspoon if he ends up being their corner too. They expect to lose Richard Sherman. All right, you bring back Jason Verrett. Verrett played great for you this year, but obviously Verrett's injury history is the thing with him. So to me, I, I can't afford passing on Patrick Sertan at 12 for the Niners.
0: Uh, you mentioned the, the New England Patriots making sure that they popped up to go get Kyle Pitts. Well, I have a team popping up to go get Kyle Pitts ahead of the New England Patriots. I have the... Los Angeles Chargers moving from 13 all the way back to 27 in the form of two day two picks, a second rounder and a third rounder for the Ravens to move up to number 13 to go get Kyle Pitts.
1: She Christmas. Wow. That's a whole day.
0: Big moves. Huge moves. Look, the Ravens are good enough to win right now. Go get Kyle Pitts. Fix the offense. I respect
1: it but it scares me. All right, you're up now at number 14 with the Minnesota Vikings. That Ravens team means a lot. Okay, 14 Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) Okay, this is actually now definitely a team that's a a trade back team because as we talked about before, the board just does not fall nicely to them in the way that they'd like to address their team. I like who... Get Chris Ballard on the phone for me there. He's got an odd pick, so grab Chris Ballard for me. I want you to come move up for your tackle of the future. You have Anthony Costanzo. Uh, he's going to be retiring, or he is officially retiring at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and So I want to send you a a, a pick, you, or I want to send you a trade. You'll get yourself Samuel Cosme. You'll get yourself Christian Derisaw. Um. Let's see, 21-14. to 14, I will take your third round pick. I'll take 84. You give me 84, and you move from 21-14. to 14.
0: Wait, hold on. I picked the wrong teams and picked the wrong order. Okay, so you are offering this as the Colts and the... Vikings are now there. All right, so what are we doing? I got to set up now. One of 14. I'm then-
1: sending you. Yeah, 21. And I want 83 as well. I want your third round pick.
0: All right, bet.
1: No, I bet. All right. Yep. Uh, Indianapolis Colts up to 14. You are on the clock.
0: No, this is still you, right? Because you made the trade. No,
1: fourth, it, that was an odd pick. It's your team that you control. We just did this. I'm so confused. You okay. control the Colts.
0: All right. Well, Sean Slater's still there, so I'm going with Sean Slater. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. Sean yeah, Slater is, is now picking at four.
0: For the pick at 14.
1: Right. It was a great offensive tackle board with Sean Slater with Samuel Cosme, and Christian Darosso. So the Colts traded up to go get their tackle of the future. And now it's 15, which is an odd pick, which is under your control. Why are you doing this? Why
0: are you making me pick back to back so much?
1: This was your idea. This is stupid. Okay?
0: We're never doing trades. Lock again. it in, Trev. I'm kidding. We'll we'll, we'll keep doing trades. Patriots are on the clock at 15, and now we're in a situation where, man, they need wide receiver help. They could really trade back. Who's still on the board right now? Okay. We got Cosme still here. Derisaw is still here. Osai is still here. Owusu right, is still here. Who could pop up that the Patriots would trade back for? Who wants Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa? In the top 16? Chill out. Okay. Didn't you have him going? Oh no, you had him going. Uh, you had him going twenty. Brentley had him 20. going. I think like eight overall or something, or like nine overall in his last. Mu- Even twenty his-
1: felt too early for me, man. People are nuts about him. I, I can't get there on him.
0: He's My- an overhang. Who's, trad- who's trading? Who's trading? Who's trading up for a tackle? Steelers.
1: Steelers twenty four. Steelers haven't picked a first round offensive tackle this century.
0: I don't Uh, care. They need one. What are they gonna What are they gonna do? (laughs) Just like stick with what? Well, we got a glaring need. Yeah, but our history, we can't.
1: I mean, so like Washington and the Dolphins at nineteen and eighteen would do it, but they're not worried about the the Cardinals at sixteen or the Raiders at seventeen making that pick. So why not just sit? Bears at twenty, need a tackle. They're worried about Washington and Miami in front of them.
0: Are you really going to hold Pittsburgh from moving up for me?
1: If you if you want to send me an offer for Pittsburgh, I'll I'll look at it.
0: All right. All right, Pittsburgh Patriots. Okay, 15 and 24. All right, you give me Just give me a third and you can come up and get whatever offensive tackle you want.
1: I don't think Kevin Colbert would take it. I'll take it, though. Okay. Uh, you want 87? Yeah, yeah, just give me 87. We're just out here auctioning off third-round picks like there's no tomorrow, maybe.
0: I mean, there's not. We're only doing a first-round mock, so there's literally no tomorrow for Actually, us. True. So All right, so now you're uh, up for the Steelers at 15.
1: Steelers at 15 they will certainly want uh uh, in my head Christian Derisaw is going to be that's the size that they like you look at Alejandro Villanueva and the size of which he plays Derisaw is 6'5", 315, 320 road grader very physical sort of a dude uh excellent in the second level if they want to jack up their running game to me that's the big that they would make uh so I like Derisaw for them at 15 now I'm looking at the Cardinals at 16 uh as I said, not a team that's candid to take an offensive tackle. Those guys have been pulled off the board at this point. Uh no J.C. Horn makes the corner room a little bit weak. I like this idea uh, of Joseph Osai or Azizo gelari to them, right? Re- replace Hassan Redick, who's probably going to leave in free agency. Continue to improve your outside edge rush. And also, uh, continue to build it out with hybrids, right? You've got Isaiah Simmons, who's a, a safety linebacker hybrid. You've got Buda Baker, who's a, a another like box safety to nickel player. Bring in Joseph Osai, who's an edge to linebacker player. You're such a heavy blitz team that he's going to be a nice guy to bring from depth. I got to put in the A-gap, and then you're going to have to build him up in man coverage. But that that's something you're doing with Isaiah Simmons right now anyway. So you're expecting a, a longer arc on your defense for that reason anyway. So uh, I'm interested in like grabbing a Najee Harris at this stage, but I'll just take Joseph Osai instead. I'll go
0: Gregory. Seventeen. Rousseau. I'll go Gregory yeah. Rousseau at seventeen. So I'll keep the edge train going. I think that a uh, uh, high ceiling pass rusher is something that the Ra- that the Raiders almost said Ravens obviously need. Rousseau kind of getting into the middle of the first round and a lot of the different midweek mocks that we do. But I think it's a good situation because I think he gets to come in and play right away, or at least they would try to emphasize him right away. And so um, hopefully Cleveland and can be on one side, and Gregory Rousseau can be on the other. So that's that's what I have the Ravens I just said it again. I said the Ravens. The Raiders uh,
1: at 17. Dolphins at 18. Now, this is interesting because uh, I've got Samuel Cosme staring down the barrel. But you look at the way they built that line, Robert Hunt, Solly Kindley. Uh, that's big dudes, wide dudes, run, run blocking, road grading, glass eating guys. And that's just not Samuel Cosme. Cosme's a finesse tackle. Uh, he's six seven, three hundred. Like he's not he doesn't fit their density that they like on the offensive line. I'm not sure they're gonna I don't know if they make this pick, to be very frank with you. Najee Harris fits what they like.
0: I don't think Can they think that they have to pick Najee Harris at eighteen though. Maybe they do. I think that sure. we've done that before. And mm-hmm. I I genuinely to say you yeah. definitely well, I was just going to say, I genuinely think that Najee Harris is going to go above what people are saying right now, because like we we have a lot of people doing mock drafts, especially now that it's January, and people are into the swing of things. And there's a lot of people who are doing mock drafts who either don't have a running back going in the first round, or like have Najee Harris going to one of the teams like in the back end of the first, and it's just like he's going to get picked quicker. Like he is going to go, I think, a, a lot higher than what people expect, and. I think we just kind of shut it off in our mind, like, oh, it's a running back. You can get them whenever. Don't draft Najee Harris high. But I'm I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen. I think Najee is going to go between picks fifteen and twenty five. I really do.
1: Do we think uh we think Elijah Vera Tucker, right? They took Robert Hunt, guard tackle, mm-hmm. flex guy. Yeah, I like this. Play him at left guard, play him at left tackle. Good. depending on when, however you want to build out your best five. Could. Yeah, I mean, Austin Jackson's going to hold down that left tackle job. Vera Tucker, maybe put Hunt in guard. Yeah, I'm going to take Vera Tucker. He's going to be my left guard. That's what I'm going to do. And then if I want to make a move on from Austin Jackson or have Vera Tucker maybe beat him out for that job in camp, that's what we'll do.
0: Sammy Cosme still on the board for the Washington football team at number 19. I think this is probably the direction they go. They're going to be another team, though, that has to get aggressive for a quarterback. They're going to be a similar situation to that of the Chicago Bears, um, of the Indianapolis Colts, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, potentially where you look at these teams who are picking 19, 20, 21, 24. It's like uh, you got to give up so much to go get a quarterback. But if they don't, what are they doing next year? That's, I just don't, we are in such a unique year. Where even the good teams, quote unquote good teams, however you want to classify good teams, need quarterbacks. A lot of these, and so we mm-hmm. might see some unprecedented desperation for some of these teams to go up and get a quarterback. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, I, Washington sticking at nineteen for now. Sam Cosby. They need an offensive tackle boost. They need some new blood along that offensive
1: line. So I think that he makes sense here at nineteen. You took Cosmi. I did. I want to cause me a 20. Yeah, I bet you did. Did you did you consider that? Did you decide maybe like think about what I would need?
0: Neither. Not even once. No. Frickin heck me.
1: OK. Too early for Mayfield, too early for Leatherwood. I'd take I here probably, but I don't know if they will. Oh, they love Notre Dame tackles.
0: I don't know if it's going to nope. be too early for I or for Leatherwood for
1: the league. For the league. Yeah, but not, we ain't talking the league, baby. We talking about me. Uh, <laughs> all right. Chicago right now has Alex Bars, mm-hmm. Sam Mustafer, and they've got at least one other Notre Dame offensive lineman. Who is it? <laughs> we just go and Notre We got Komet. they got Komet. <laughs> yeah, they have Cole they, they got Bars. Just I give, him, just give him <laughs> You want to do it? Yeah, sure. Liam Leikenberg. Yeah, Liam Leikenberg gets training to the Bears. Okay. They need offensive tackle help. They love Notre Dame offensive linemen. Sometimes it's that easy. Uh, Vikings are still mine. Uh, the Vikings were initially picking at 14. Uh, now they're picking at 21 after the trade back with the Colts. The Colts moved up and took Ray Sean Slater. Now I'm sitting here at 21. I had hoped to get a better board for the Vikings. With Elijah Vera Tucker off it, uh, it didn't really work. Uh, again, like I could still go for an offensive tackle body uh, and put him in on the uh, uh, as a Riley Reef replacement and put Riley Reef at guard. Uh, so I can go Jalen Mayfield, who I think fits their type pretty nicely. Uh, you you look at what they took in Ezra Cleveland. You look at what they took in Brian O'Neill at a pit. Uh, that long, athletic, aggressive offensive tackle, really good in space. Probably Mayfield fits what they like. He does. I just wish we've been going so trench heavy. Last picks have been offensive tackle, offensive tackle, interior offensive lineman, edge, edge, offensive tackle, offensive tackle. You can't teach your man. Everything. <laughs> if there's anything this podcast knows brother uh yeah i i think it's Jalen mayfield i'm gonna make the pick for the vikings okay. at 21 all right uh, at 22 i now have the tennessee titans that's right baby i got three picks why don't you suck it uh Corey i already davis. had this earlier what do you said th- what yeah. you have this coming up too because you've got the patriots uh Corey davis at oh, shoot, uh, uh, his upcoming free agent ended the season on a, on a sour note now he uh is likely to hit free agency Beyond AJ Brown, they really don't have any wide receiver depth. I don't really care what system you're running, whether it is another heavy 12 personnel arthur smith 13 personnel approach or if it is a more spread offense they do need help at wide receiver i like rashad bateman to step into Corey davis's shoes i'll tell you what i did rashad bateman's film earlier this week this is a round one football player he ain't sexy the way jamar chase is sexy he's not highly productive the way devonta is he's not fast like Jalen waddle he's doggone could have football i've loved him since the beginning i i still think he's just got tremendous films rashad bateman at 22 to the titans
0: J. C. Horn still on the board for the New York Jets here at number twenty three. That's what I'm taking a good hard look at right now. Wide receiver Terrace Marshall still there. Kadarius Tony is also an option. What About edge, who's left at edge? Ooh, Ojulari still there. Jalen Phillips could be a wild card. I think they need a running back, but I don't know if they. I don't know if they would draft Harris. Obviously, they took Justin Fields at number two overall to start the draft. wide receiver now they got Denzel Mims they got Jamison Crowder they got some guys there that's not as desperate I think corner is probably the biggest need let's go JC Horn let's do you know, let's do JC Horn here I think that that makes the most sense for the value and the weaknesses that they have that puts the New England Patriots up at number 24 I had them trading back from 15 to get to this point Kadarius Tony it makes sense doesn't it yeah it, does, it makes sense, doesn't it? They need a full-time, weird-as-hell, fast, dynamic playmaker. And that's Kadarius Um, I think that he's the best wide receiver option available. Like I said, Marshall is still there. St. Brown is still there. Rondell Moore is still there. But I, I, I just think that this is... I think Tony's the player that they need. He he gives them the playmaking ability, no matter who is quarterback. And I think there's a lot of good things that could be coming back for the Patriots next year, including a lot of defensive guys that opted out. But they they desperately need an offensive playmaker, and so I think that wide receiver is something that they are going to dip into a couple of times during this draft. But they'll go Kadarius Tony at number 24. Jacksonville Jaguars now at 25. Trevor Lawrence went number one. I think I'm going
1: Leatherwood here. Mm-hmm. Leatherwood at 25. Well, we've talked to about place Cam Robinson, they bring in Alex Leatherwood. Uh, we've AKA yeah. Cam Robinson? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> you've uh, you've tight end could be an option for them, but I I'm not picking Pat Fryermuth for this situation this early. I'm not picking Brevin Jordan there either. Would they like Eric Stokes that much?
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. Wait.
1: You take Stokes?
0: No, I'm taking Alex other I
1: man, I'm. I was positive I wasn't gonna get JC Horn at 26 to the Browns. Whew.
0: You don't have JC Horn at 26 to the Browns because
1: I took him at 23 to the Jets. Why don't you pay attention to Aziz Ojolari?
0: No, I thought about taking Aziz Ojolari and then I changed my mind.
1: Freaking heck me down. I clicked it right away. I was like, he's taking Aziz. That's a great pick. <laughs> oh dang it. Okay, well. I'm not taking Eric Stokes. <laughs> I mean, you could
0: uh, take Ojulari to go opposite Miles Garrett. They need it.
1: I like that. You know what they need more? Uh, interior defensive lineman. I dropped this one in my mock. I'm bringing it back here for the Wednesday mock. Uh, Larry Ogando be a free agent. Okay. Sheldon Richardson a free agent after 2021. Okay. Andrew Billings the only real guy they've got on that roster long term, and he's a nose. This is a good spot for Christian Barmore. Barmore is a rotational player in year one behind Sheldon. It was a good good guy to uh. You know, learn learn how to sculpt a power rush or two out of, out of your physical profile for Barmore. Be a rotational player. Take more snaps as the season goes on. You take that starting job full on in 2022, and you, you expect Barmore to have that second-year leap the way that Quinnen did. right? Just a young player, had that one year of experience at Alabama, showed the physical tools you wanted him to show, and now we're going to get him ready for the NFL after a season or two of coaching. So Christian Barmore at 26 to the Browns.
0: Guys, you got some important NFL games that are coming up this weekend in the NFC and AFC Championship games. You've also got big NBA games shaping up. The NHL is starting to get into the swing of things. If you are a big fan of one or multiple of these sports and you think you know who's going to win, you want to put some money on the line, there is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. That is betonline.ag. Sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, one word, LOCKEDON, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action don't forget to use the promo code locked on to receive that 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit i'm up now with the los angeles chargers who i had moving back 14 selections from number 13 all the way to 27 they got a lot from the baltimore ravens in order to do so you and i did the team takeover tuesday on yesterday's podcast and we we highlighted the los angeles chargers and in our little three-round mock draft we did for them, we gave them Caleb Farley and then Landon Dickerson in the second round. i think about Landon Dickerson here at 27. But
1: well. what might tip the
0: scale for me is Eric Stokes is still here, and I think that they're going to need better corner play. Do I do that now knowing that, especially with trading that back was with a, the Ravens? Uh, that was a
1: mark against Marcus Peters. We're not friends anymore. All right, you be careful now.
0: Marcus Peters. How's it, how's it against Marcus Peters? I'm picking for the Chargers.
1: Oh, frick, I was thinking Ravens. Never mind. Okay. Uh, Well, I said they
0: they traded back with the Ravens. And so, like, they've got pick 27 here. They would also then have pick 45, which is their original pick, and then pick 59 in the second round as well. And so then they've got 77. They've got another comp pick that's coming their way for Phillip Rivers. And so they've got a lot of picks here that that, that they're going to be able to choose from. I think I'm going to go Eric Stokes here at 27 and then try to get two really solid interior offensive linemen at pick yeah. 45 and at pick 59 in the second round. That's We're not doing a second round here, but I'm just mapping out what my thought process is. I'll go Eric Stokes because they could have a big change in cornerbacks with Casey Hayward and, and Chris Harris Jr. potentially being on their way out. But, yeah, that'd be my plan. Corner here, go for two interior offensive linemen with the next two picks.
1: Oh, stokes would be good for staley i really really like that and making me grin now that's a good fit i might start throwing that in, in at 45 if stokes makes it there mm-hmm. that makes sense uh 28 now and saints um talked about this uh on i believe monday as we were going through the teams that lost saints really need to take a best player available approach uh, in my opinion to the draft they can't focus too much on positional needs because they're gonna have so much roster turnover turnover because of how little money they have onto the cap uh Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, those are the best players available. We're not going to go running back. We're going to go Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa, who's a linebacker out of Notre Dame. Uh Uh, It's going to be a uh, really—here's why I like the pick. Malcolm Jenkins' replacement, right? And you look at—in terms of guys that they can make to be cap casualties— to alleviate some of their stress, Jenkins signed for a four-year, thirty-two million dollar deal in free agency this past year. And and what he brings as a leader is awesome. Uh, and Jenkins is a general on the field. He's got unbelievable football IQ. Athletically, he's just he can't cover it the way you need him to. He got burned by Gronkowski a couple times. You getting burned by Robert Gronkowski at this stage of his career? Like, you know, it's time. You know, he's basically a linebacker for them. Awiu uh, cormo is going to take over that weak side linebacker spot. Cut uh, Malcolm Jenkins in twenty twenty two. Awiu Cormo play over the nickel for you the way that you envisioned with Jenkins. Put him next to CJ Garner Johnson. Be really, really good in the slots. I like that a lot.
0: Tampa Bay Buccaneers up at number twenty nine. They're one of the last four teams alive. Just wanted to make sure everybody knew that. Look, we have talked about who. <laughs> We've talked about them upgrading their offensive line. I'm telling y'all, Donovan Smith has played better. I think there's a decent chance that he's back for this team as their right tackle
1: next year. A change year. in the wind. Yes, be,
0: behold, indeed. Obviously, Tristan Wirfs playing phenomenal as a right tackle. Ben highlighted some of that. I was that. about
1: to say, do we need to talk about like the Bucks' offensive line coaching staff here? Because Donovan Smith playing better. Tristan Wirst playing outside of his mind. Man. I mean Big ups, Joe Gilbert. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm um, Harold Goodwin as well. Yeah, I mean, he's the he's the run game oh, coordinator too, right. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he also has his hands in offensive line work. So, I mean, like, there's yeah, I mean, this is this is a really great offensive line. They've turned this into one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. It's a big reason why they're still alive in the postseason. Twenty nine. I'm manifesting this pick into reality. So it becomes so on draft night, but Najee Harris, Najee Harris to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I have enjoyed playoff Lenny just as much as everybody else has. Um, But LaShawn McCoy is done behind him. I don't think that Leonard Fournette is the long-term answer and look for as, as, as good as I think that Ronald Jones is, it's been this weird year where he's been hurt. He's been used incorrectly He's still in a rotation with Fournette. Do you trust him in pass protection? Do you trust him in the passing game? I, I don't know. But if you draft Najee Harris, you get all of the good that you wanted in both Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette in one player that you just get to lean on, have in the offense, do a lot of different things for you on a rookie contract. And so, I mean, I don't think Ronald Jones is going anywhere. I think that he's still going to be on the team, but not sure that you want to pay, pay Leonard Fournette beyond this year unless he's taken... Basically nothing. I know he's on a one-year deal now, so it, it would have to be a similar situation. Not sure if that's going to be the case. I think he's earned himself a little bit of money here down the stretch, although not a starting gig. But all that to say, I think they're going to bring Shaq Barrett back. I think Jason Pierce paul is still going to be there. Vea is coming back. Ndamukong I think, is going to come back on a lesser deal because they've made it so far. Donovan Smith could still be the left tackle. Give me Najee Harris. Najee Harris at number 29 for the Bucks
1: gives me Buffalo now at 30. Uh, we obviously Buffalo here in the AFC championship game has put together an unbelievable roster. Uh, you 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 circle some points that have been weak. And you're like, oh, man, nickel corner, you know, Teron Johnson, they should improve upon him. And then he has a 100 yard interception return. He's played really well down the back stretch of the season. That still leaves outside corner a concern for them. But with Stokes off the board, uh, I don't think you can go there. Uh, edge continues to be something that worries me. Uh, on, on Buffalo's roster edge and, and and the outside backer positions next to Tremaine Edmonds. I don't think they'll like Aziz Ojalari. I don't think he's big enough. Uh, maybe if you want a Jerry Hughes replacement and you, and you really want a good outside rusher, but Ojalari's 240. He doesn't really have a bull rusher. He doesn't really have a power element. They, they're so important for them to stay Run sound, Mario Addison, Trent Murphy, and the guys they've had there previously. I think this is Nick Bolton. Uh, I talked with Joe about Nick Bolton versus David Collins for the Bills. David Collins can fill that Lorenzo Alexander role that they have vacant right now if you want him to. And I think mm-hmm. if they picked him, it would make sense for that reason. But the the enticing aspect of speed. With Tremaine Edmonds and Nick Bolton, the aggressiveness, the the, the explosiveness, you're gonna be able to cover so much range with those guys. You're gonna be able to get inside of gaps. Both are really good blitzers. I get the allure of David Collins. I think Bolton is a little bit better for the Bills. Now I'm thinking about Zeke Collins for the Packers at 31. Which okay, like how would they use him? He's heavier than Rashawn Gary. Like what are what like, like good trade even Trey Gary? Do you do no, this? I'm just kidding. I don't know. Gary's played better recently. He has.
0: You're right. Fun fact. Big shout out. <laughs> wow, I did have fun. I'd love to give them a corner. <laughs> Tyson Campbell is probably the only one that makes sense for them, though. We pick a Tyson Campbell at 31. I know they love a big boy in the center, but you already took Barmore Tyson's off
1: there. In- yeah. Get Davian Nixon. Take Terrence Marshall, man. Take Terrence Marshall. Replace Marquez Valdez Scantling. How
0: dare you? Marshall,
1: Marshall, Alan Lazard, Robert Tunyon. We're going to have three players, all of them over 6'4, all of them at least 230 pounds. You go bananas. Rogers going to hold the ball for 1.5 seconds. Average depth of target, 40 yards.
0: I'm going to go JT Fale. What's up? Bringing back and I like old,
1: J. as a fringe round one guy. Yeah, bringing bringing
0: back an old name to the midweek mock draft. It gives me something on the defensive line. It gives the Packers a little bit more flexibility. And you know, you and I turned on Tufele's tape for the summer scouting series, and we saw a guy who shoot when the flash were there rare. I mean, like the way the dude can explode at six foot three, three fifteen. It's pretty crazy. Now he hasn't put it all together yet, right? Sometimes he washes himself out of a play. Sometimes he doesn't stay in his gap the way that he needs to, but. I think the dude is 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 rare, natural, strong, and fast. So, sure, that's a that's a fringe round one guy for me. And so, I think it's also a an area that Green Bay needs to upgrade, keeping that defensive line stronger.
1: I'll take Terrence Marshall, thirty two, to the Kansas City Chiefs. Then try I, to stop me. All See all what right, you I mean, Oh, you can't because you didn't take him at thirty one.
0: Okay, great. Uh, We're glad we had this talk. <laughs>
1: the the chiefs wide receiver situation is actually a little bit weird uh obviously you have tyreek in place and travis kelsey people always like they have no receivers travis kelsey is a receiver that's the important thing to remember like they're starting two receivers are travis kelsey and tyreek hill and they're going to be great for that but uh miko harvin is your third uh sammy watkins free agent demarcus robinson free agent byron pringle exclusive rights free agent but You know, uh, potentially a guy that's going to move on. They don't have the depth of wide receiver you'd like to see, especially, you know, oh, Kelsey and and Hill are your top wide receivers. If one gets injured, that's a lot of targets. Uh, So let's continue investing in the position. Let's continue to bring speed onto the field. Terrace Marshall, uh, excellent deep threat. Gives you a better catch radius look than you're getting from like Mikel with his speed, Antonio Cali with his speed. At 6'3", he's going to be able to go up and get a lot of jump balls. going to put him on deep posts and, and beat out safeties over the middle. That's going to work well. So I, I like Terrace Marshall at 32 to the Chiefs. Wow. Ben thinks an
0: explosive wide receiver is going to work well for the Chiefs offense. That's why you tune okay, in. You the the outro, okay. You know what? Do the outro. Do the outro. Okay? You
1: know what? You should outro it.
0: There it is. Midweek <laughs> mock draft in the books. I enjoyed that one. That was kind of... I guess a little bit off the rails with the first introduction to trades. We'll be doing some more trade mock drafts as well as getting into some, some other fun formats that we have. Ben and I still have to do the format where like, we're just picking for the same team. Like we're doing full first round mock drafts against each other. And then we have you guys vote on which ones that you like better objectively or for your team. Oh, so boy. we're going to do all kinds of creative stuff like that as draft season goes on, but had a lot of fun with this one tomorrow. We are doing what we promised. We are accelerating Team Takeover Tuesdays, and we are expanding them into the Thursday slot. So we're going to talk a little bit about the playoff games while there are still playoff games to talk about with the conference championship games this weekend and then the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. But we are devoting most of the time on Thursdays to Team Takeover. And so we are doing the Atlanta Falcons tomorrow because I, I promised that we were going to get to them eventually before events happen and we had to move it. But we're getting them, to them tomorrow. We are doing... The Atlanta Falcons, we're taking them over. New head coach, Arthur Smith. We're taking them to the Super Bowl next year. Okay, maybe not that. But we are going to do our best to rebuild the Falcons as best we can, whether or not that is or is not with Matt Ryan. You're going to have to tune in to tomorrow's episode to find out. Until then, you guys keep it locked right here on Locked on NFL Draft.